0: RIDICULOUS ROCK RECORD REVIEWS With your host, Aaron Martell Hello there, I'm Aaron Martell and welcome to RIDICULOUS ROCK RECORD REVIEWS A podcast where I talk about and review a rock album of my choice Today I'm flying solo, no co-pilots, but if you're listening and you're interested in coming on the show to review an album with me, I'm always on the lookout for co-pilots to host the podcast with me. There are a few ways to get in touch with me, which I'll go over at the end of the show. So on this week's episode, I'm reviewing ACDC's 1977 album, Let There Be Rock. ACDC, The Thunder from Down Under. I first became aware of this band in high school. They were easily one of the most popular bands in my high school class. Shout out to Hoosick Valley High, class of 88. And that's when I first began to pay attention to their music. They had hits, Back in Black, You Shook Me All Night Long, For Those About to Rock. But if I'm being honest, I had a hard time getting into them. And it was because of their singer. Brian Johnson had this screechy vocal style that was like nails on a chalkboard for me. It just grated on me. It prevented me from getting into ACDC for the longest time. Now, I can't remember exactly when it was but at some point I began to hear them differently. It might have been that I just heard their music so much that it started to sink in. MTV sure played their videos a fuck ton, and I heard them in the locker room before and after football practice, so I couldn't escape them if I wanted to. But I also discovered something else. ACDC had a singer prior to Brian Johnson, and his voice I definitely connected to right away. Of course, I'm talking about Ronald Belford Bon Scott, and once I had a vocalist that I could really dig, I paid more attention to ACDC's guitar riffs. And the doors were blown wide open. I suddenly had to get all the Bond albums and I bought them all at once, this one included. I immediately took to them like Bees to Honey or is That Flies to Shit and I'm happy to say that even Brian Johnson grew on me in a big way and now I'm a huge fan of all ACDC music. But the key for me was Bon Scott and I'm choosing to review Let There Be Rock because I feel that this one doesn't get as much love as albums like Highway to Hell or Power Age. Maybe I'm wrong, but what the hell. As far as I'm concerned with ACDC, if Bond's at the mic, you cannot go wrong. Now, here's some stats about Let There Be Rock, coming straight to you from Wikipedia, because I'm too lazy to look elsewhere. Let There Be Rock is an album by Australian hard rock band ACDC. It was the band's third internationally released studio album, and the fourth to be released in Australia. It was originally released on March 21, 1977 in Australia on the Albert Productions label, and a modified international edition was released on July 25, 1977 on Atlantic Records. It was produced by Harry Vanda and George Young, and was recorded from January to February at Albert Studios, Sydney, Australia. It reached number 154 on the U.S. Billboard 200 and number 19 on the Australian Albums Chart and is certified double platinum by the RIAA and five times platinum on the Australian ARIA. Now I'll give you the lineup card for this record. We've got Bon Scott on lead vocals, Angus Young on lead guitar, his brother Malcolm Young on rhythm guitar and backing vocals, Mark Evans on bass guitar, and Phil Rudd on drums. All of the songs on this album were written by Angus Young, Malcolm Young and Bon Scott. I'm reviewing the international version of this album because it's the only one I own. The preliminaries are over so let's get into the track-by-track analysis. Leading off is Go Down. Before I dig into this, I want to address something right off the bat. It's been said over and over that ACDC is a one-trick pony, that they have only one sound and style and repeated on every song, making their albums interchangeable. Depending on your point of view, this can be seen as a positive, as a model of consistency, or a negative in that everything is the same and boring. Where do I fall on this? Well, ACDC certainly isn't boring. If you truly get into the music and become a fan, you recognize that the songs and albums are different from each other. For me, it depends on the riff of the particular song in question. Does it sound interesting and kick-ass, or is it just standard and going through the motions? The better albums seem to have more inspired riffs and melodies, even though the basic sound is roughly the same. This song starts off hard and loud like a good ACDC song should, with that rocking guitar tone settling into a typical mid-tempo heavy groove. I hear a lot of blues music elements in a lot of ACDC riffs, just jacked up and overdriven to melt your ears. The lyrics explicitly leave no room for interpretation. The song is fucking called Go Down. Of course, it's about a blowjob, supposedly inspired by super groupie Ruby Lips. Bond delivers the words with his usual sneering swagger. And here I want to talk about the differences between Bond and Brian Johnson. And then I'm going to leave it alone about these singers. Firstly, as I said before, Brian's vocals have grown on me and I've learned to love and appreciate them. I'm a Brian Johnson fan, okay? Some people actually think they're sound but I've always been able to tell the difference. Bond sounds more guttural, like, Love him easy, love him free. While Brian's voice is higher and screechy, like this, Becky
1: Black,
0: You know, that's pretty bad imitation, but you get the idea. Brian does have his own charm, and he's carved out his place in ACDC's history. I mean, come on, he sang on Back in Black, the album. He's earned it. But Bond brought an attitude and charisma to his performances that Brian just doesn't match. Not to mention that I think Bond is usually a much cleverer lyricist, even though the subject matter for this band is almost always the same. Sex, having a good time, sex, rock and roll, and sex. Okay, enough about the singers. Let's get back to Go Down. This really isn't one of their better album openers. In fact, it's my least favorite of the Bond-Scott era. I don't dislike the song, but the riff doesn't grab me like some others do, and the lyrics are super on the nose, not as clever as Bond often is on other tracks. It's decent. The next track is Dog Eat Dog. is a standout here. Playing a beat in the verses that makes me think of something like Van Halen's Everybody Wants Some, a non-typical extra-percussive drum track that keeps the song interesting. The guitars are loud and in your face. In truth, I feel the guitar sound on this album is one of ACDC's loudest and harshest. Turn it up loud and you'll go deaf, I'm sure. The lyrics reflect the narrator's attitude of every man for himself. It's a dog-eat-dog world. You do what you have to do to make it, to survive. I dig Angus' solo on this one, and I like this song a lot. It was released as a single in Australia. Next up is the title track, Let There Be Rock. Holy shitballs, Batman, this song explodes right out at you. It's played heavy and fast, arguably ACDC's heaviest track. When I first heard it, it blew me back in my seat. The guitars are dense and the riff is thick and pulverizing. Then the music drops down to just bass and drums as Bonscott gives a condensed history lesson of rock and roll with the aid of a Bible he got from a bookstore. Let there be sound, and there was sound. Let there be light, and there was light. Let there be drums, and there was drums. Let there be guitar, and there was guitar. Let there be rock. The guitar slam back in, and the track charges along. Bond references the Chuck Berry song Roll Over Beethoven with his Tchaikovsky had the news line, and he acknowledges rock and roll's fast rise in popularity, especially with young people. His vocal inflections and nuances are brilliant and showcase his abilities to a T. The track never lets up over its six minutes, and is easily one of my favorite ACDC songs of all time, in my personal top 10 at least. Moving on now, we have Bad Boy Boogie. off like a lot of the songs on this record do. Crunchy chords leading into a good, hard, simple riff. Malcolm Young was a master riff writer, and he's rock solid with his rhythm playing, always in the pocket. Bond tells us what a badass motherfucker he is, and he ain't gonna do what he's told. He also lets us know that chicks dig the bad boys, at least the dirty women do. I dig the chorus riff with the bad boy boogie background vocals buried low in the mix, and this song keeps my head banging with its insistent mid-tempo beat. Shit. Most ACDC songs do that to me. Good tune. Flipping the record over or track 5, we get problem child
1: I'm a problem child.
0: This song didn't come from the Let There Be Rock recording sessions, and it sounds like it with its much brighter, less harsh guitar tone. Atlantic Records pulled this off the Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap album, and forced this on the international version of Let There Be Rock in place of the song Crab City and Blue, which was deemed inappropriate for its references to crabs, the genital lice. any experience with crabs? I don't, but the song's lyrics can make your skin crawl. Anyway, back to Problem Child. Lyrically, it follows Bad Boy Boogie with the same subject matter. A kid who causes trouble, even violent trouble. Maybe it's the Bad Boy Boogie guy when he was a kid, I don't know. Bond's vocals are sneering and snarling and you get the picture of what this kid's about. The riffs underneath are excellent and Angus' solo is tasty as always. The end of the song on this album is shortened from the original and takes out the fading main riff. I've always dug this tune, and thematically it fits on here, even if sonically it kind of doesn't. I'm sure there are many listeners out there who prefer the original Australian album with Crapsody Blue instead of this. I hear you, you purists. You're probably right. I'm just used to this version is all. We move on now to Overdose. says he didn't smoke cigarettes and never drank much booze. A little wink there since the fucking guy ended up dying of alcohol poisoning in a car. But his woman is his true addiction. This one takes a bit to get going with slow picked guitar building slowly and steadily into the main riff and then the song gets into its groove. Weakie said that the lyrics were inspired by a woman named Judy King and that Bond had some experience with an actual overdose on heroin in 1975. The song's main riff doesn't do a whole lot for me and overall it feels like a lesser cut on the record. Even the solo doesn't grab me. It now occurs to me that I haven't mentioned Mark Evans at all on this episode. Mark Evans played bass. Overdose is Aaron's Stinky Stinker because it's my least favorite track on the album. The next track we get is Hell Ain't a Bad Place to Be. chords to bring us to a noisy start, then on to another mid-tempo riff, which I really dig. Bond likes the bad girls, it seems, as the lyrics tell a tale of a guy who can't get enough of a girl who treats him like shit and is bad for him, but also brings out the devil in him. And if that's the case, then hell ain't a bad place to be. This is a pretty standard ACDC song, nothing special, but the riff does carry the day for me, and Bond still projects his badass self well here. Maybe the problem child grew up into the bad boy and overdoses on the girl, and hell ain't a bad place to be. Holy shit, Let There Be Rock as a concept album, I've unlocked the mystery. The final track on the record is Whole Lotta Rosie. Yeah. Not only does Bond like the bad girls, he likes the big girls too. Apparently the band was playing in Tasmania and Bond went home after the gig with a larger lady who may have been actually named Rosie and was a groupie type who liked to fuck famous people. The night left quite an impression on him and these lyrics were the result. The music kicks off like a rocked up blues call and response tune with a start and stop riff that sounds familiar and is instantly memorable. Then the band launches into a faster groove that propels the song along and keeps its foot on the accelerator. Angus goes absolutely apeshit on the guitar and solos like a madman. As the track careens to its roaring finish, Angus still rips off some breakneck guitar lines all the way to the last chord. This song is a live staple and was played throughout the band's career. They always seem like they're having fun when they play it too. And that's how you end a record, folks. Killer. Now that the track by track is done, I'll go into my album rating. For you new listeners, it's a 0-5 to five system, with 5 being a favorite album of mine all the way down to a 0, which is total dog shit. At this point, ACDC is a legendary band. Hard rockers love them, metalheads love them, hell, even the general population digs at least a little ACDC. Everybody loves them. Who doesn't know you shook me all night long? The band has earned its respect and stakes its claim as one of the all-time great rock outfits. It even overcame the death of one amazing frontman and lead vocalist, and reached new heights of popularity with its next one. The band always puts on a rocking show, and Angus Young is one of the great guitarists slash showmen in rock history. Now, I'll be honest with you, Let There Be Rock is my least favorite Bon Scott ACDC album, but I do feel it's often overlooked and underrated by the fans. There's lots of good stuff on here, and it does contain two classics with Whole lot of Rosie on the title track. This is far from the band's worst, and I think it needs a little love, so I'm giving it to this record. I'm giving Let There Be Rock a three and a half. It's not one of the greats, but it's still damn good. Now I'd like to give a shout out to a couple of newer music podcasts I dig. They both have to do with the hard rock and metal genre, so if that kind of music floats your boat, I recommend you give them a listen. The first is called Potter Than Hell with Steve Wright and Brian B.C. Chapman. They do a great job and have special debate shows which I find entertaining. The second is Mind Over Metal with DJ Mac and DJ Metal Mike they bring a passion and do deep dives into the music and subjects they cover much deeper than I go here. So that's Potter Than Hell and Mind Over Metal. Dig it. I'd also like to express my appreciation for the listeners who have downloaded this podcast and for those who have thrown me some likes on the Ridiculous Rock Record Review's Facebook page. I'm talking about you, Thomas Martin, Keith Toth, Paul Lang, Chris Engelke, Katie Smith, Dean Switek, Chris Nelson, Jim Eaton, Jeffrey LeBeau, Melanie Midon, Robin Knapp, Monique Miziuk, Nicole Giuliano, Anna Marsh, Jenny Martell, Uncle Jim Martell, and last but not least, Ann Martell. Thank you all so much for your support. And that's going to do it for this episode. You can find this podcast on iTunes. So if you're an Apple user and you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review of it there. We're still looking for our first iTunes review. And if you take the time to do that, I'll read your review right here on the show. For you Android users, the podcast is available on Stitcher. You can leave comments and reviews there, too, and I'll read your reviews on the show from there as well. If you'd like to contact me directly, I can be reached at Ridiculous Rock Records, one word, Ridiculous Rock Records, at gmail.com, and also on the Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews Facebook page, where there is a link to hear each podcast. You want to come on the podcast and talk about an album with me? shoot me an email. We'll set it up. I'm always looking for co-pilots to host the show with me and would also welcome any requests or suggestions for albums to cover. Feel free to leave all of your feedback, comments, reviews, and or suggestions at any of those places. I'd love to hear from you. And lastly, here at R4, we thank you so much for giving this podcast a listen and a massive thank you if you like and support the show. Take care and I'll catch you later.
1: Is call and response tune with a start and stop riff na 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 ay guess <laughs> na 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 ay guess <laughs> na 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 ay guess <laughs> na 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 ay guess na 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 it's like that